What is up, world? Welcome to Man's World, the podcast, episode two, and I'm your host, Mr. Mans himself. Now, today, I have a very special guest for you all. She's probably going to be my favorite guest of them all, but she is my queen, my rib, my life partner, Mrs. Mans herself. What's up, <laughs> Aim? Well, that was nice. You like that? Yeah. So that was a good enough intro for you. That was excellent. Okay, good. Well, before we start, let me ask you, how was your day? I had a really good day. I did some self-care. I did my hair, my nails. Okay. I visited the car wash. I had me a chai tea latte okay. from Panera Bread <laughs> with the extra shot of espresso. Okay. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like it. Well, I went to work. <laughs> so, but I had a good time there too. So you made uh, some money, good. And made you know made a little <laughs> bit of money, be able to pay the bills. So, hey, it was a, it was a good day. Now, for those of you who don't know, Amy and myself, we've been together for a little over seven years. We've been married for four. We have two kids, two twin boys. Um, so we've been doing the. It'll be four years in August. Okay, four years in August, <laughs> to be exact, you know, but we've been doing the love thing for some time. Now, we're not experts, so no. the topics that we talk about, you're going to, you know, it's just from our perspective. It's not um, to be taken as a expertise, advice, or anything of that nature, but yeah. I want to get right into it. So, last episode, I ended with a snippet of Lauren Hill's outro to the song that thing and it was the kids in the classroom and they were talking discussing with the teacher about love and what exactly was being in love and they questioned if a person can fall out of love and what exactly is love so first i wanted to define what love is because everyone may have their own definition of love so wifey i'm gonna let you go first you tell me what is love Mm, this is such a loaded question because People have been trying to figure out love for centuries. Uh, so to put it in one sentence, what is love? That's hard. Yeah. But I mean, I would say for me, love is unconditional. It's relieving. Mm. And by that, I mean like it's something that you shouldn't have to work so hard mm. to do. It's, it's just, it's a, yes, and just relieving. I just, I, it feels good. Okay. Um, I feel like love is not something that should be paralyzing. Okay. Love is something that should be, it should make you feel like it makes you a better person. I got you. But what, when you say not paralyzing, what, what do you mean? Like, par, well, paralyzing in what sense? Like, paralyzing in a way that you just forget who you are. Ah, okay. You just, you just can't function because you're just so deep in love. I got you. You know, you 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 look past certain things because you're so far in love. Yeah. Like that's, you, you kind of forget about yourself. Yeah, that's paralyzing love. Yeah. No, it's something that should just make you better. I'm I'm so in love with you that I want to do this. I want to go the extra mile. I want to just mm-hmm. continue to do more because I'm so in love with this person. They make me a better person. Okay, that makes sense. I agree. And for me. I mean, I always struggle with it growing up. Like, how do I know I love this person or what exactly is love? And I just, and I asked my mom before, one of the one conversations we had um, or have had, she just used to always say, love is not supposed to hurt. Mm. Love is not supposed to hurt. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's just, that was her definition. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to hurt. Which, so would you say you've adopted that as your definition? 
kind of sort of and added on to it because um i don't i think it should make you feel good mm-hmm. in a sense of self worth not loving somebody but also loving yourself the love that you have for yourself i first um i think that you need to be able to love yourself before you can love somebody else mm. you know how i feel about that yeah <laughs> i used to always mess with her when we were dating i used to say well you have to truly love love before you can truly love me <laughs> <laughs> like i was out of a movie or something i mean <laughs> and he would say it all the time Seriously. after a while i just used to be like oh my whatever just okay <laughs> i truly love love okay, okay. good because when you love love that's love of self love of god love of spirit yeah. so then you can love me so now we, we we talked about what love is to us how do you know that you're in love or when does a person know that they're in love because i think it varies between men and women well not even between men and women like for me like a lot of other people in relationships mm-hmm. we get tired of people fast okay so when you find yourself in that two or three year relationship you you just naturally start to think hmm I love this person. Right. I, I don't. I don't know. It's tricky. What, what do you think? Uh, I would say you know you're in love with someone when you're no longer putting up a, a wall or like a mask for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, you've let down the walls and you've shown your bare self to that person, and they've accepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's. I would say that's love. Yeah. At that point, you're just you know. I got you. How did you... It's real. How did you know you were in love with me? I felt safe. Ooh, that was a quick answer. Keep going. <laughs> I, felt, <laughs> I felt safe. I felt secure. Wow. Um, trust. Trust and loyalty is huge for me. Uh-huh. Um, pretty sure that's huge for a lot of people, but I just never had a reason. I just never felt like... I needed to compete. You always just made me feel safe. That's good. That was my goal. Um, for me, I think it was it was momental. It was a moment on our first date when you when you cut up my chicken. I was like, wow. <laughs> like no, we had ordered. We went to Applebee's our first date. Uh-huh. Ain't no shame in my game. Yeah. We got a two for twenty. Yeah. And I got like this steam chicken thing and my that plate was our spot. that was our spot <laughs> <laughs> and my plate came though and she grabbed my plate you know i didn't ask her anything she just started cutting up my chicken i was like wow because you look like you didn't know what to do I, so i was like let me I know mean, i was just gonna eat it <laughs> <laughs> but but the, but the thing is though i think for a lot of men we look for a motherly figure in our spouse mm. if that makes sense yeah so like that, nurturing yeah so that nurturing feeling i'm looking at you seriously like cut up the chicken and i'm falling in love (laughs) but it sounds crazy but i mean it's real yeah it is no i'm being that i'm being that serious i was like wow this this is like this woman is is nurturing Uh, i wonder if it may if like in your instance or for men that are they have the same perspective is it that Okay, you feel like okay, she'll take care of me. Like when mm-hmm. I'm if I'm sick, she'll have my back. You know, if yeah. we have children one day, I know she'll be ready to 
do for them, nurture them, yeah. you know. Yeah, maybe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a, it's just it's like a, a characteristic. Yeah, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a feeling that it it gives a man. But I think we also gotta talk about the difference between you know in early stages of of, of those relationships. People don't really know, or sometimes it could be hard to decipher whether it's love or whether it's lust. Mm-hmm. So how do That's we, de- yeah, like how do we determine when you truly love somebody opposed to lusting after them? Yeah. Well, in my opinion, mm-hmm. kind of going back to my response to when you know that you're in love with someone, lust is you feel like you still have to keep putting up a front for Mm. that person. Mm -hmm. I think that's very lusty. You know, you want to keep being fake. You know, it's a fantasy. You want to keep up the facade for this person. Ooh, let me, let me, let me interject. Because like one of my favorite quotes by um, Andy Warhol, he says that fantasy love is much better than reality love because never doing it is far more exciting. Yeah. So, Going back to your point, that fantasy, the fantasy portion is lust, is the lust part. Right. I knew I was in love because I wanted to do it. Not in a sense, not even in a sexual sense, but I wanted to be in a relationship. Right. I wanted to marry you. I wanted to have kids, start a family, um, and just create a union. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. but, and so when you're thinking about like the fantasy part, I feel that in love there is still there should still be some fantasy. Right. But yeah. that shouldn't be what it's That's all true. about. And I think for lust it's all about the fantasy. It's all about the fairy tale. But yeah. when you get into love it's it's the real, it's the raw, it's the you see me crying, you see me at my worst. Mm, and vulnerability. Then, yeah, but then when I'm away from you, I'm still fantasizing about you. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good food right there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now let's let's um let's get back to the Lauren Hill outro okay. on that song because one of the girl, one of the younger females, she talked about um, the difference between being in love and or whether you can fall out of love. Do you think a person can fall out of love? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's so it's of course it's possible. Um, well, what does what does it look like? Like, I mean. We both been in previous relationships. Like, right. have you, you, you would say you fell out of love before. Yeah. I would say when it comes to that, like when you're dating mm-hmm. and you fall out of love and you're not, you don't have that marriage commitment. It's easy to just walk away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But falling out of love in a marriage, you can't just, you can, but it's so mm-hmm. much more difficult. Yeah. So you yeah. fall out of love, you got you have to find ways to fall back in love. Right. Because um, them bills still gonna love each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, the kids still need to be fed. Yeah, I mean, and I think you can stop being in love with, with with a person, but I think you still have love for them, like how you okay. were just talking about. It's married couples who've been together 30, 40 years. You know. Right. They're existing, but they may not be in. Lo- they have love for each other, or they love each other, but they're not. In love anymore. Right, they coexist. They 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 coexist mm-hmm. because of things like you were saying. Hey, the, the, the joint mortgage or yeah. or the kids. Which the is goal what, is to stay in love, though. Right. Or if if you fall out of love, 
find ways to keep falling in love because that mm. yeah Mm-mm. love maintenance love maintenance preventative maintenance yeah meaning like so when you do things in your relationship early on to prevent you from having to rebuild certain aspects in your relationship so preventative maintenance i mean Definitely. preventing you from having to fix certain things if you just stay consistent or just knowing how to fix them when you get there right like i mean definitely for people that are seeking marriage or people that are in long-term relationships you don't have to marriage is not everyone's goal right so even just couples therapy yeah. Is a way is a preventative method. You don't have to have a problem to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people go to couples therapy as the last checkbox before mm-hmm. a divorce yeah. or before breaking up. And you don't have to be married to go to therapy. Yeah, you don't have a to be married for that. Oh, That's yeah. yeah. No, and yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, that can be something that you that that people do as a form of maintenance, as a form of let's just do let's just you know learn how to fix this problem before we have it so when we do have the problem we already have the tools and the resources to fix it before it becomes a big problem mm-hmm. so a part of that we're talking about love maintenance now uh-huh. how do you or you know how, how, how do people maintain that love life like how do how do they keep the butterflies because mm-hmm. i feel like that's always an issue in relationships, situationships, even marriages, um, where, you know, those first couple of days, first couple of weeks and months, they're real, real good. You're falling asleep on the phone. You up. Yeah, I'm up. Right. Like, that. that's the fun part, you know? You're just so immensely in love. But two, three years, you see the person every day, wake up to them every day. How do we maintain that, that same day one love lifestyle mm-hmm. what did you say hmm um I think it, it it just goes into never being selfish yeah just speaking that consistently speaking your spouse's love language you know we learn through our relationship that we have to love each other how we want to be loved definitely you know my love language is different from yours so I can't love you the way that I want to be loved. I have to adhere to your love language, um, which just goes back into not being selfish. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like after time, people start to get into their self more yeah. and feel like, oh, I deserve this. So, you know, right. who's going to love me? You do a but good job of that, too. I try. Remaining yeah. selfless. I would say when you're thinking about love maintenance and when the butterflies start to go away you got to think about the beginning right when love is the best and it's the most beautiful and it's like exciting it's the most exciting right that's the word i was looking for um you got to think about that and then you have to realize where you are now Mm -hmm. and find ways to get a taste of the beginning of your relationship but the improved version like the right. 2.0 version yeah the one where like now yeah you're you're finding out more about that what that person likes and mm-hmm. you know the things that kind of like what you're saying loving them the way they want to be loved and mm-hmm. like because we change over right. time after years go by yeah 
I still don't like the same things I used to like. I, right. I want something new. Right. And that's one thing we're big on because love it is it's a commitment, but it's also a continuous commitment to education because mm. I'm constantly learning you. Right. To me, like that's that, that's my goal. I have to learn you every day. Some days you wake up, you don't feel how you did the day before. Exactly. And that's a and that's a part of love. You know, hobbies change, feelings change. Five years ago, you know, yeah. we, we, we were in you, college. Yeah, you might be totally different. Right. Totally so you different. cannot love me the way you love the college me. You have to love me. Right. As a mom with two kids and a wife and, uh-huh. you know, with a career, you got to yeah. love me at the stage I'm at now. Right. And going back to that maintenance part where you said, think, think about the beginning. I think you also have to think about the bad mm-hmm. or not necessarily the bad, but the improvements. Okay. Like some of the stuff that you didn't like and, and you can look at it like, well, man, I remember that he used to do, do this. And now mm-hmm. like, what's, what's something that annoyed you when we first started dating uh i would make probably how you had your phone Mm -hmm. you just used to always be on your phone Mm. and i would want you to talk and yeah i mean you would still talk but i would multitask you would multitask it would seem like it just seemed like you weren't listening even though you were but i was conducting business oh my goodness you were on instagram (laughs) Okay, I was on Instagram. <laughs> the models, fellas, listen. Them Instagram. Oh, them Instagram, them Instagram models. Wow. Were just like, and it's Instagram. Oh, it's really not. It's really Instagram, really, because. So it's Instagram's fault. <sighs> sort of. I mean, it's like. You you just you be scrolling through your time. Now they have like sponsorships. Oh they, my goodness! They just pop up. You're not gonna blame Instagram for your inability to put your phone down. Well, okay, my previously. Let's go back. Okay, I, I'm you've gotten better a lot, right? So thanks to yeah. communication, communication and growth. Thinking yes. about you know she did have that problem. Like hey, you're always on your phone. Like oh, you're not listening to me or. Or I would be listening, but, you know, she wanted my full attention. Well, she deserves that. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also some other things that we do. Well, specific things that we do to feed our our love life. Yes. Like. And love to maintain our love. Um, I know sometimes we stay up late oh, yeah. instead of going straight to sleep. Um, when we get in the bed, we just sit and lay in the bed and reminisce mm-hmm. about the good old days or, yeah. you know, we'll just talk build. about, yeah, we'll just build. We we'll just talk about our dreams and goals and, and, mm-hmm. you know, some things that we want to check off our list. Right. Yeah. Talk about the future a lot. Stay up to three and the four, three, four in the morning. Just building. I love that. We also date or try to consistently date. And when I say date, it's not. In the form of going out or going to get something to eat or to a movie. You know, sometimes we stay in a house and sit around and we quiz each other or have little fun moments. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was talking about earlier, that relearning of a person. You know, when you right. when you first get with somebody and you learn their favorite colors and stuff, people don't ask those questions again. Nope. But, you know, after five, ten years, that might change. And so what we want to show y'all is 
how we do it sometimes, you know, when we quiz yeah. each other. I mean, you can Google questions. Right. Sometimes a lot of websites have fun questions that you can ask each other. Right. You can make um, up some questions if it's something that you just really wanted to know about your spouse. Right. So what we're going to do, we came up with some questions. We're just going to give you all a little glimpse of how it goes. But first, let me set a set a little question vibe. Hey. All right. So, question number one. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is still pink. Good. <laughs> even though I've thought about changing it. because oh, I, I like rose gold now, but... Oh, yeah, you do. I mean, it's still kind of pink, so I, pink is still my favorite color. I, I got you. Well, mine is still red. Good. <laughs> I still know you. Yeah. What was your favorite or and least favorite subject in high school? Mm. My favorite subject was math. Yes, I knew that. You know, I feel like that's something I could use always. True. Least favorite was history. Mm. Especially knowing what I know now. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't really wasn't really learning true history. I didn't know you didn't like history. My yeah. favorite was English. Yeah, I like history definitely. too, but English was my favorite. Definitely. And my least favorite is your favorite, math. Oh, I yeah. hate math. I know. To each his own. But what would you... um? What would you rather be? A painter, a writer, or a musician? Definitely a writer. Mm, yeah. And I know what yours would be. What's that? You would choose music musician. Definitely. See, because you can paint and you can write the music. That's true. Mm-hmm. If you could afford it at this moment, what would you buy? At uh, this moment, a boat. A big old pontoon boat. Nice. Way out in the ocean. Yeah. And fish. Yep, fish sail just stay out there for a couple of days okay i could go with you i could ride with you on the boat yeah. i would buy a mansion mm-hmm. paid off paid in full no debt no debt that part that part yeah <laughs> <laughs> no debt. what uh, would an ideal day look like for you an ideal day probably doing nothing just waking up and going back to sleep okay i'm with that all day all day but you couldn't sleep all day i know that's why it's ideal (laughs) so what um what game show would you like to be on the family feud come on the feud feud. we love the feud hey they got family feud app on your phone you like the feud that'll be exactly i like that game yeah me too what when you were a kid what did you want to be when you grew up Mm, you tell me you wanted to be an airplane pilot. And you wanted to be a pediatrician. Yeah, you See? remember. Yeah, I did. What about, um, what, um, let's do this. So, what is one thing that you would want to be remembered for? That's deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to be remembered for, remember as a giver. Okay. Giver of money, giver of time, giver mm-hmm. of resources. I just, I really like to give. Yeah, I, I see that. That's so true with you. Um, for me, I want to be remembered for breaking generational curses. Yes. And starting generational wealth. Mm. That's important to me. Yeah. And that was just a couple questions, but that's just a simple way to stay interactive with your spouse. So now I want to take the time to answer a listener's question if you want to add to the conversation or if you have any questions comments or concerns feel free to hit me up on my social media my instagram at jmans3d or send me an email at mansworldpc at gmail.com that's 
Mans with two N's. Mans World PC at gmail.com. Now, this listener uh, requested to remain anonymous, and I'm going to honor that. But the question was, what is the best way that a man can support a woman? And that's a that's a great question. Um, I'll go first. Okay. So, I think the best way, or what I have learned in my relationship to support a woman, is simply by listening. I think that women just want to be heard, yes, and they want your attention, your full attention, and they want to know that you get a sense of understanding from what they're saying and what they need you to do. Out of that conversation. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that's true. And sometimes listening means just listening. Don't try to solve. Yeah, right. A problem. Don't. Yeah. You don't even. You don't even ha- even have to add input. Yeah. Just listen and let us know that, that you're listening. Yeah, I appreciate that question. So lastly, let's get into the man's moment. Now, the man's moment is dedicated to highlight a influential person, whether it be a entrepreneur or business owner or just a great mother great father or just someone making a positive impact in the community Mm. and without further ado episode two man's world the podcast the man's moment goes to my friend my brother mr jamil haley now jamil is the ceo of humble beginnings which is a clothing brand it was started by him and his bro in 2016 um and he says that they wanted to have a clothing line that actually represented something that people from all walks of life can relate to so jamil implies that they take pride in the sense of black culture within the brand and they pay homage to those that started with many different but challenging humble beginnings hb is not only a clothing line but as they enter in the year four they have expanded into a music group mm-hmm. humble beginnings music group entertainment with the hb network so that's going to be premiering this summer so be on the lookout i know good things is going to come from that and jamil is also heavy in the community i mean doing mentorship work food drive clothing drives and, and so much more and i know he plans to keep expanding his company and he uh he appreciates everyone's support. So go check it out. Humble Beginnings of Pearl. You have the website. It's hbbrand.cc. That's hbbrand.cc. So shout out to Jamil Haley, man. Keep doing what you're doing. And that's a wrap. Episode two. Thank you all for listening. I greatly appreciate it. And Miss Mans, I thank you for joining me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So my friends, my family, keep laughing, keep learning, keep living, and keep on loving. Peace and love. Mans.